Hello, welcome back to New Rockstar's Debrief. I'm Eric Voss. Joining me today are Sam Basher. Howdy ho. And Maude Garrett. What's up? Guys, this is it. We're we're locking in Endgame. our final predictions for Avengers Endgame. We're one week away. Uh, we're also going to talk about Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, the Dark <laughs> Phoenix trailer that came out this week, and a, a rumor about a fourth Thor movie in the works. Hammer time. Hammer time. Uh, and here is your friendly <laughs> weekly reminder that this show is also available as a podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, the Himalaya app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And, you know, don't forget to subscribe to the Westeros Weekly feed if you're a Game of Thrones fan. And for Marvel fans, we just got a new feed just for you guys. It's called Inside Marvel. And it's going to be where you'll be able to find the, all the audio versions and advanced access of all of our Marvel content on this channel. So, you know, we're covering all bases. And uh, on that podcast feed, you'll also find ticket instructions for our big Endgame watch party event in LA next week. Your ticket, uh, if you choose to go, will get you a free soda and a popcorn at the El Capitan Theater, which is probably the coolest way to watch Avengers Endgame. Disney goes all out for these things. Uh, and there's also going to be catered appetizers after the movie, plus you'll get to see Avengers Endgame, uh, as I said, the best place. But uh, it's it, you'll be able to see a, if you go to the 2.30 screening of it, you'll be in the audience for a live episode of this show. Shut your New York Stars Debrief. We're going to be there. We're going to talk about Avengers Endgame game and get your thoughts we're gonna break it down together uh and the link will also be in the description if you're watching this on youtube and in the show notes if you're experiencing this through podcast of this episode and uh tickets are selling fast so definitely hop on it we've never done something like this before we're wow, very very that's excited so exciting. Yeah. hot dog okay so it's like a, a like a debrief straight after the movie yes it's a true oh, debrief it's it true like up. let's talk about what you just experienced soldier and and uh and debrief you on this okay Whoa. well let's get started with our top story avengers endgame uh we're in the end game now, folks. Hold this on, can we just really talk about the fact that this is the, like the last time that we are going to go in blind with it? This yeah. is the last time we don't know anything. That's so yeah. cool. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. I've been very lucky that That's I have not year. seen any spoilers Either. or anything like yeah. that, and I would like to keep it that way. I've been neoing yeah. my spoilers. Yeah, this we we don't have inside access to anything. Some of us are going to be seeing it earlier next week, but like we don't pay attention to leaks or anything like that. It's like cheating, right? Yeah. So if like you've been unlucky to see like a, a screen cap or like footage that a looks like potatoey in a leak, we don't want to see it. Don't share it with us, right? Because uh, it's too close to the movie to break that stuff down. Yeah. Then we're just spoiling the movie at that point. You are trash goblins if you do that. Yes, and you'll get an immediate block from me if you ever do that. Permanent. I will never unblock you. No. Okay. So anyway, let's talk about Endgame. Set some final predictions right yes. let's put our final bets in for what we think this will go based off of our speculation from trailers our, our imaginative uh wishful thinking for what we want the story to be and you know this time next week in the lkb 10 we'll know for sure uh so we'll be we'll know exactly how the infinity saga ends but let's talk about it here uh what this movie will be what phase four will look like oh. uh we're gonna run through our wildest theories that we've had and heard over the past uh, past year there's been a lot of interesting ones along with our current and final predictions so there can be one place uh, and, and all in one place. And next week, we'll check back in to see how we did. And, and spoiler alert, we haven't seen the movie yet, but you know, sometimes our theories end up being right just through accident. Humble brag. on your shoulder there. Oh, there <laughs> just, you go. That's just by analyzing things a bit too closely. Okay, let's talk about Doctor Strange from Infinity War. He had some cryptic lines. He saw 14,605 different futures. He said that surrendering the time stone letting Thanos win was, quote, the only way. Yep. He said we are in the end game now, providing the title for the, for the next 
next movie. And we've theorized lots of stuff about Doctor Strange. One of the theories we said that maybe he put them all in a big time loop before he died, like he did with Dormammu to, to get a second shot at taking him down. Another, maybe that he projected the time stone into the future so that he could help the future Avengers use that time stone to defeat Thanos. Mm-hmm. And another one is that since Doctor Strange and the Ancient One understand the quantum realm better than other characters do, since they have a vast knowledge of the multiverse, maybe Doctor Strange's knowledge of the quantum realm, where Scott Lang is currently still trapped, will be used to meddle with timelines in some way. So I'm curious to know from you guys, how important do you think Doctor Strange will be to the plot of Endgame, and how much should we have looked into him over this past year? Honestly, I didn't know about that theory that he sent the Time Stone to the future and brought it back just in time to give it to Thanos. I'm like, that's... Really smart. Pretty yeah. dope. I mean, it's you get into time travel uh, gobbledygook a little bit when yes. you get into that. You're like, mm, but what if it was in the future? How long was it in the future? And also, Thanos has it in the Time's present. Irrelevant. So where was it? Time's relevant. It's a circle. It's wibbly wobbly. You know what it is. It could yeah. be anything. Mm-hmm. You could the writers can make it mean whatever they want it to mean, but at the same time, it's like. Well, that's what makes him the biggest threat to Thanos, really. And that line of dialogue stood out to me so much. Mm-hmm. It's the only way. Like when he said that, because he's tried everything and this is it. And he had to sacrifice himself knowing that he would that he would sacrifice his cape too. The cape. Yeah, the cloak of levitation. Yeah, it's weird that he said the only way because it, it was like weirdly helpful or in hopeful in a way. Like, oh, so this is the only way. So we're on the right track then? No. No, it was defeated for sure. He's tried everything and this was the only way. And yeah. it's not great. When you mm-hmm. only have one shot, a lot of it means that like most people will die, which we've seen. So this isn't pretty. But Doctor Strange is 100% the key to all of this. I think that's a, a good way to think about it. And I, I guess I'm curious, will the gimmick or the strategy that the Avengers end up using in Endgame, do you think it'll be what Doctor Strange prescribed? Or will it be like they use some Doctor knowledge? Hey. <laughs> or do you think they'll use some of his knowledge but then crack some new code that is unrelated no, to his No, you can't wisdom? do something predictable because he's already seen it. How yeah, many times guys. did Doctor Strange watch the Ant-Man theory in that whole scheme of I it? Let us know in the comments down below. Times, he still has no <laughs> that, idea. Was, that was 13 million of them and then he did another million of different options. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's some, uh, one of you guys commented on one of our videos saying, like, it's not fair. Doctor Strange saw Endgame 14,605 times. We've <laughs> <laughs> seen it once. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, uh, we assume the version of the plot of Endgame is what Doctor Strange yep. foresaw. Mm-hmm. And uh, I suggest that you guys go back and watch all of our videos on there because we've speculated all different kinds of specific conditions that needed to be in place for this to be the only way forward. Things ranging from uh, Tony Stark successfully punching Thanos in the face and drawing blood. How important would that have been? Is it important that Tony Stark, kind of like in 300, how he makes Xerxes bleed and like, oh no, I didn't miss. Like that was important to symbolically show to show the other Spartans that he, yeah. this god can bleed. And, Very cool. Yeah. I uh, I watched Infinity War last night because I've been working my way through it over like the past week and it's still real good, gang. Uh, yeah. Honestly, I would like to see something, but I, I, honestly, I would not see Doctor Strange gloat, but I would like to see something, like some ramifications of him being like, no, I knew this was going to happen. What, however you want to paint that in a way that's not annoying or condescending or what have you, I'm on board with that. Yeah. Well, uh, moving on to, to another point, we haven't really seen whatever the new strategy will be in the second half of Endgame in any of the trailers. They've been pretty good about keeping that stuff out. Really, it looks like a lot of the footage has been from the first half. Super and cool. one of the theories that we've speculated is that 
things will get worse for the Avengers before yes. they get better. That there may be some kind of doomed revenge mission in the opening act. We saw that in that release scene on Good Morning America that they plan on just going to take another swing at Thanos now that they have Captain Marvel. But if that happens in the first act, that can't be the thing that defeats him, right? right? So we've talked about maybe there could be an early death of a major Avenger or maybe even a second snap or some other kind of great uh, tragic thing that Thanos does on them in the first part of the movie. The reason why I don't think there's a second snap is because we've never actually seen what the Infinity Gauntlet can do with all of the stones in it. So we've just seen him do one thing. I think we're going to explore just how formidable all the stones together are going to be. Oh, right. It had that one blast towards Stormbreaker, but it didn't really work. And the directors have said it's because he was still testing it out. Yeah. So, like, technically the gauntlet is still supposed to be more powerful than Stormbreaker is, but we haven't really seen that other than the snap. Well, at the end of the day, though, I think you're messing with... uh, Thanos is still mortal. And to go back Mm -hmm. to your comment, we are dealing with gods in this world. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that gods can't really die i mean i don't necessarily think that odin's dead per se i oh, mean yeah. it, gods don't necessarily die they just go off to valhalla like in ragnarok supposed to be a cyclical cycle it's not apocalypse a cyclical cycle yeah cyclical exactly cycles. yeah hey you got a couple of redundancies built into ragnarok like and even the title uh and um <laughs> yeah they they, they meant to come back in some way at least in Norse mythology and sometimes in Marvel comics because everyone comes. No, the death's a revolving door. And isn't it interesting that the way Odin died in Ragnarok was like turning into particles Spores. that faded off? Yeah, into grow the other Odins elsewhere. So, is there any connection with that with the aesthetic that we saw the other characters fade away? And is there any connection there? Are they in the same whatever new place they go to? Or are they all there hanging out? It's interesting. Yeah, but the afterlife. I, um, I also like the idea that in the Infinity Gauntlet storyline that this story is based off of. Nebula is basically being tortured over and over mm-hmm. and over again by Thanos. We don't need to see more of that. We don't. But during that, and while Thanos is doing his evil guy laugh, hanging out with Mephisto, slapping Captain America around, Nebula sneaks over, and when Thanos gets defeated, takes the Infinity Gauntlet and uses it. And I like the idea of someone in, like, basically she's been brutally abused by this person, and uh, having the idea for her just a father. second, her father. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's so and, much more personal. Um, and, and maybe trying to make the decision of what if we got rid of Thanos? And it's like, well, you can't, you can't just do that because he is the result of everything that's happened so far. And doing that might bring people back or it might make everything way worse. So I, I like the idea mm-hmm. of also maybe having Nebula in a position of like that she can make, she feels like she can have her hero moment, but really this is going to backfire in a big way. And maybe we have our characters have to talk her down because it could yeah. be the end of her kind of redemption arc because she is a villain. She has murdered a lot yes. of people. She is dangerous, but also at the same time, she wants to be loved. She wants her sister back and she doesn't want her father to ever hurt someone. Is this again. like the Star Lord? moment where it's like emotion makes you do a, yeah. the wrong decision. Yeah, kind of a selfish move as yeah. opposed to one that's for the greater good. The yeah, greater good. I think that's an interesting idea guys. Like, one of the Avengers could become, in a way, a more selfish villain than even Thanos was. I I, I just did like a rewatch of Infinity War and I kind of made, like, for the, for the sake of argument, a case that Thor is the structural villain. If Thanos is the protagonist, that Thor is the antagonist. So just for the sake of, even though I know he's a good guy. Oh, for God's uh, sake. Yeah, <laughs> but like, what if Thor, since he's so pissed off that his brother got killed that way and mm. he feels like it was a real personal loss for him what if he gets his hand on the gauntlet and just does things a little worse and they're like no thor we now we got i want to see angry hemsworth for yeah. sure yeah. oh yeah for sure that's uh, definitely what i'm all about but also i think one of the best lessons we learned from infinity war is even at their most powerful they're not strong stronger than when they're together Agreed. and like you even have thor getting a hammer back even though the lesson we literally just learned is that he doesn't need the hammer being thor is himself mm-hmm. the thor was hidden inside of us the whole time that's the great lesson you learn and then mm-hmm. even with a hammer it doesn't matter thanos still wins 
Um, and so them together having to solve the Thanos problem also probably is the answer for how to use the Infinity Stones in a way that makes sense. They're wishing stones. They're different kind of Care Bear yeah. magic. You <laughs> just uh, you hold hands. Everyone holds a stone. They swallow it. Do whatever you need to do, and then they wish their thing back. So like Thor wishes back. Asgard, and they bring back those gods, or the Valkyries, or Loki, or whatever you want to do. He's got a TV show coming up, you probably need him to be alive. <laughs> and then, like, you have uh, Tony Stark wishing Detra back, or you have uh, Captain America wishing to go back to the 40s, yeah, whatever. You have a couple different options for where you could go, but the idea of them having to be together to make that kind of decision, yeah. I think, is how this movie's going to end, because yeah. that's the last you do stuff together well let's talk about the hulk now we've thrown out a couple big theories about the hulk a lot of you guys were curious about the hulk in infinity war because he had that performance anxiety he lost to thanos in the opening minutes and the hulk is never supposed to lose he's supposed to just beat someone to a draw because he just gets angrier and matter so one theory that we've speculated about is that maybe this is just part of his evolution over the course of the mcu that maybe this could lead to a new incarnation of the hulk in endgame like the professor hulk version or some version of that where where the Hulk is still in his Hulk form, but he has Bruce Banner's intelligence. Mm. Uh, and maybe that's just that's where things deadly. are headed. But mm. another theory, and this is the crazier one, that was like one of my favorite ones to talk about on the channel, is that Hulk is not actually Hulk in this movie. That maybe the reason why Hulk lost, and maybe the reason why Bruce Banner, when he comes back into his form, remembers things from when Hulk was at the reins, is that it's actually Loki in disguise. That Loki maybe faked his death and projected himself when Thanos snapped his neck and then masqueraded as the Hulk and Bruce Banner as he has been known. He masqueraded as uh, Captain America in the Dark World. And Odin. For, and Odin for yeah. a couple of years, right? So maybe the whole version of this character that we've seen throughout Infinity War is actually Loki. What do you guys think on that one? I have some thoughts. Quick that thoughts. Bullshit. Loki is actually really Matt Damon. Whoa. Mm. How's that How's that character doing? Did he die on the ship? I think Matt... it was confirmed that he did die in the Aww. snap. Yeah. <laughs> the actor on Asgard. Yeah. I don't like this theory. Also, because you see him actively trying to become the Hulk when no yes. one else is around. Uh -huh. So why would... Loki do that. There's no one there to verify that he tried to do that. I know he was in like an Iron Man suit and you could like write your way around to like why he would do that. But I mean, you can't put it past Loki. He is a survivalist. He will do anything mm -hmm. that he can to stay alive, betray anyone, do anything. Um, we thought he'd changed his way, but it, you know, I don't, I don't think he would have gone that quickly. Who knows? Uh, but at the same time, I really like the idea of Professor Hulk. I want yeah. it now, please. Glasses, Some, lab coat, ooh. very important. How, how big do you think those glasses have to be? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. what am I doing with my hands, you think? Oh, Sam, I learned the hard way. You're still going. <laughs> Good. Good. Yeah, I hope they have big plans for Hulk in this movie and beyond Endgame because uh, seeing Hulk with Thor and Thor Ragnarok was such a, an amazing pairing. And I want to see more in that direction, whether it's the cocky gladiator version of the character or a more uh, a character who has the personality he and was intelligence great. of Bruce yeah. And yeah, it's interesting because uh, they've spoiled, I, you kind of had to, they spoiled Hulk in Ragnarok as soon as they announced the movie basically like hey yeah. don't worry it's not just a Thor movie you're yeah. getting another Avenger as well oh I know you we're and, friends and yeah. then in Infinity War they lied and was like no Hulk's at the end don't worry he's gonna be in Wakanda -uh. that's not true so now they've like totally hit it I think he's gonna get a really cool moment glasses lab coat is, uh, and all he's gonna be looking sharp and maybe he's gonna be able to talk as well I don't know I, I there, there was a fun breakdown I saw where it was like Hulk is Hulk Banner's banner. The idea of them together is kind of like doing disservice to both of them because they're both two different identities, but also the idea of finding harmony within yourself and the different sides of your own personality. Like there's something sweet about that. So that could be 
something that's nestled into this three-hour epic, so who knows? Yeah. Well, we were talking about Loki as one of the fallen characters. The tagline in this movie is Avenge the Fallen, so let's talk about the other fallen characters. Which of them do you think will come back, and will there be a difference between the fallen who dusted at the end of the movie and the other ones like Loki and Gamora, Heimdall, and Vision who died in other ways? We predicted that Loki could resurrect at some point. Some theories that were out there saying that maybe he's banished to hell, the the realm that... uh, that Hela was in and he could come back the same way. Maybe that's where gods go when they die. Or uh, another theory is that Vision might still be uh, present in some way, maybe downloaded in a Shuri server or trapped in the Mind Stone the way that Gamora was trapped in the Soul Stone. And that maybe lots of characters could be in different Infinity Stones as these kind of ghostly presences. So how do you guys think, Do we are we going to see all the characters who died in Infinity War going to come back and maybe trade lives for some of the living characters or do you think there's gonna be some other way that they get brought back quick thing that i thought would have been kind of cool just thinking about it today we see red skull oh spoilers for that movie uh we see red skull like show up and he's like a guide for thanos because he messed with the infinity stone it would have been really cool if we saw like malekith who was if you guys forget thor the dark world he played with the red stone and maybe like ronin who played with the power stone the purple one like coming back and being guides as well like oh these are all people who tried to use these and it backfired bad like we like red school it was like definitive like oh he could be somewhere else those two exploded or were crushed by ships or whatever like i thought that would be kind of fun as a fun theory out of all those vision because i'm a big vision supporter 2020 um but like um it's so funny because you need glasses. Huh? Right? I oh, yeah. see because yeah. I'm blind. Um, I would. I like the idea of Vision being downloaded into like a, a newer body. Like you see a hint of like that, like the white like outline of him when he gets the stone ripped out of his head. That look though, I think is really cool. So that could Put be. Put Benny back in a sweater. Come huh? on, the say what you really want. <laughs> I want the sweater. He pulled it off. Also, he made it with his skin. <laughs> However, Gross. they we know some characters are going to have to come back because we've seen a trailer with Peter Parker, Nick Fury, and Maria Hill in it for Spider-Man Far From Home. So I just hope that however they bring them back is harder to accomplish than it was for Thanos to erase them. Okay, so you know how at the end of Harry Potter where the ones meet, that was your tummy. My tummy (laughs) hungry. So the ones meet, can't do that either. And um, all of a sudden, like all the previous spells and all the previous dead people come back. So like Harry's mom and dad and they're like, keep going, keep going. That's how we're going to get the fallen back. So it's going to be like, ah, it's working, it's working, whatever with the stones. And then like one at a time, they'll like (laughs) appear and they're like, come on, you got billions of life forms one at a time. That's why it's three hours. (laughs) A lot of people. There's a lot of guy behind Nick Fury in New York who faded away. I've thought about him a lot. Like I've lost sleep over that. (laughs) Yeah. His friend was saying right next to him. Probably well, not sleeping well. How do you well. get past that? Yeah. I think at the end of the day, we just don't want this to be too easy. I think that is the way that you kind of, if it just seems like, oh, then there was no stakes. Like it needs to, there needs to be more But we sacrifice. already know which ones are coming back. We know some at least yeah. are coming back. Um, but staying on this topic, what cost do you think that will incur? So who alive right now is the most likely to die, to lay down their life? So we've considered the Cap. idea that Cap, Captain America, he's Mr. Sacrifice, right? He's always Favorite the guy to, to lay do. down on the wire rather than cut it. Uh, and one idea is that maybe he won't die. Maybe his story will kind of go back to where it began. And if time travel is going to be part of this movie or multiverse hop and whatever the sci-fi conceit is, you know, he's always had that rain check, that last dance with Peggy Carter he's always wanted to have. And we know Peggy Carter is going to come back to the Disney Plus What If series. She's, it's going to be her pilot episode, maybe to remind us who Peggy Carter is. She could be part of his endgame. That's one way. Way. Um, some people talk about Stark, Tony Stark, uh, you know, He's Robert done. Downey Jr. might be done and maybe he'll prove Cap wrong by finally laying 
down the wire sacrificing himself and maybe that voice recording in the end game trailer that we heard will actually be his final goodbye to Pepper and it'll uh-huh. be found later and then of course Thanos himself like we don't know what Thanos's health situation is is he mortally wounded is he already dead are they going to find some uh, corpse version of Thanos so who do you think alive right now let's let's check in who's at the top of your death pool for Endgame Deadpool Um, I love the idea of uh, these directors, Anthony and Joe Russo, and the writers, Stephen McFreely and somebody... Uh, Christopher Marcus. Thank you. Uh, They do a really good job of honoring the comic-accurate version of something while also trying to tell their story that's grounded. Mm -hmm. I like the idea that at the end of this movie, Thanos in the comics is obsessed with death, and death is like a person, like the girl next door. Mistress death. Yeah, and it's (laughs) like, he wants to impress her, and so they can fall in love and he can die, but it's like symbolizes that because he's obsessed with it. The idea at the end of showing maybe a personification of death or something that's maybe not so on the nose, but something that represents Mm. um, his obsession with this idea that like you need to kill things to make things work like you have to make mm-hmm. those sacrifices it's like no you do not you you don't need to do that this also philosophically it doesn't make any sense and um and economically it doesn't make any sense to do something like this but um i, I like the idea of doing a like a tip of the cap to uh something uh like like mistress death or something like that what with yeah. that i mean that actually isn't a stretch because the whole notion of death is that everyone has their time and you can't mess with that it's like there is it's their time he's wiped out half the species he's wiped out half the planet so it's like that if anything is going to get death up and hot and bothered it's going to be like whoa you did something that oh he's trying to play god and interfere with fate yeah it wasn't their time it's an interesting thought yeah and we've dealt with beings that are like higher level and the idea of teasing those moving forward with like the eternals like those are kind of like gods Mm -hmm. like space gods depending on who's writing or whatever whatever they want to do with that um that could be a really interesting way to end Thanos' story but at the same time I don't want to get rid of Thanos I don't want to get rid of Thanos because Thanos is like that's such a fun character you gotta have him one more time where the heroes team up with the villain and they go after the next big guy they always do that it's classic Thanos needs to be like what The Rock was to the Fast and Furious franchise right you bring in the big bald dude and like he becomes (laughs) friends with them and but kind of frenemies we don't know well let's talk about the post credit scenes right we can make some specific predictions about how this movie the end of it the the post credit scene could set up phase four because the Marvel films are always about what's coming next mm-hmm. and we've theorized that this post credit scene could introduce things like Galactus oh, because yeah, they yeah, could yeah. even though that this whole movie was written and shot before the Fox Disney merger was completed they can shoot that stuff up to like two weeks before the the movie gets released it, it's often very simple uh, to do that the shawarma scene was shot like I think a week before the first uh, Avengers yeah. came out yeah. yeah, oh, it was shot after the premiere. Uh, Which they had like, yeah. I think, a m- <laughs> like a few weeks. In, yeah, they had a few yeah. weeks in between that. So. so they can do stuff super late. So Galactus could be introduced as an, the new villain of the MCU in the Infinity Gauntlet comics. He gets real pissed off when Thanos snaps his fingers and eats a bunch of uh, planets and runs over with a bunch of other cosmic entities and says, we're going to take you in front of the living tribunal and it won't work. Uh, never trust the legal system. And then maybe if the <laughs> Galactus comes in, the Fantastic Four could be introduced as the new Little heroes. Silver Surfer. Silver Ooh. Surfer as well. Well, yeah. um, and some have suggested that maybe the post credit scene will be even simpler, introducing some new character, some random um, rando who has a mutant ability, and the existence of mutants oh, could be teased nice. in the post credit scene, uh, bringing in the X Men, and then other villains like Doctor Doom, maybe something involving Oscorp to tease what could happen in Spider Man Far From Home. What are you guys thinking for our post credit scene? I like that. I, I like. I think we're teasing Far From Home for uh, sure. Yeah, Oscorp. It's like, hey, you know what? This is done. Welcome to Phase Four. 
It's just like he lets hit the ground running. Yeah. I think Sinister Six kind of thing, maybe with something oh, Spider-Man related. Remember how that didn't happen? Yeah, <laughs> it's that so close. That, yeah, so close. <laughs> uh, so so close. Sorry, Drew Goddard. Um, I, I think re- I have my fanboy things I want, but then like the realistic answer feels like they would keep it the door open for some of the characters that probably died. Like if mm-hmm. like Iron Man or Captain America goes head first into a wood chipper, but it's like, <laughs> but. Maybe they made it through. You know, We've like had maybe particles smaller than that have come back. There you so. go. Mm-hmm. Maybe some something what like does Fanboy that. Fanboy Sam teasing. want. Fanboy Sam wants uh, like silhouette from behind, like a like a dude, and you're like, that's clearly a dude in jeans and whatever. And he's wearing jeans, and then all of a sudden he's got a fist, and like you see like three knives come out of the Ooh, fist. I like it. Oh, uh, and then you see like or like a rocket taking off, like in like uh, like showing basically what we could accomplish in the future and you see like a rocket taking off and you see like hey, there's Sears Reed there's Johnny Storm there's Ben Graham they're going off um, or maybe they finally tease like you see Daredevil walking out and Iron Fist they high five <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't think thank it's thank god it's yeah. over <laughs> think, right. oh my god we're free <laughs> so much of the end game is going to be about the finality of certain arcs I think that post credit scene has got to set up something beyond Far From Home just to keep shareholders and fans excited for the years to come with stuff released on Disney Plus and what movies will be coming next so even if it's not like an actor appearing in a character form some kind of tease whether it's just a look logo of Fantastic Four, the way that Infinity War ended with just the Captain Marvel logo. doesn't sound like it's that complex to shoot. They could be shooting that right now mm. as we speak. I, I hope that some they'll give us some kind of wink at what will be in store for next. I hope so, because otherwise we'll have nothing to talk about on this channel for the next 18 months. <laughs> I'm so excited. I keep looking at this poster because it's so cool. I'm so excited for such a personal story with these characters as they wind down this saga. Yeah, me too. But let's uh, let us know in the comments down below what new, th- what you're most excited for. What do you think from Infinity War? We should have paid the most attention to and put in your final bet predictions for what you think will happen. But for now, let's move on to our trivia question. Please and thank you, oh you guys. It's our weekly trivia question. I couldn't reach the box. I tried to grab it yeah. in time. But you know, this is when we get a crazy trivia question. We all try to answer the best we can. Winners get to do the outro. Losers get shunned no we have a new game we used to do a little we used to have to do something embarrassing in front of a, yeah. a green, green screen. screen you can edit us into there but now we're putting the fun uh what are these called they're like i don't know mouths they're from a game openers and you, i always thought it was like what the dentist would use to make sure that you didn't get saliva on your teeth yeah. good call you put it it wedges open your mouth and then you it's hard to talk with it you'll exactly. see it's lots of fun so here we go. We're going to write out our answers. Make sure you label your thing. It's a bit unfair. You there actually you can't go. even tell the difference when I've got them in. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There you go. There's a question. There's a marker for you. And I got a question right here. Buckle up. Complete this line from the poem, Twas the Night Before Christmas. What? Get ready. I hate it already. Here it goes. Who did this? A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a blank just opening his pack. All right. Thank mm. you so much to uh, Melissa for yeah, this Melissa beautiful box. This wonderful box. Amazing. All now we're going to... Yes, of course. And at the end of the show, we're going to figure out who's the winner and who has to walk home. And then we uh, will also play around <laughs> with the, the mouth trip? openers. Yes. We have to give up our cards. Yep. Okay. Well, Pink let's... Slips. <laughs> <laughs> a quick second to thank our sponsor, Wix. Wix is a great way to make a professional website. These days, it feels like if you don't have a website, you don't exist. Whether you've got a small business or a so blog, happy. Wix has you covered. There's a ton of freedom in terms of design. They handle the security and hosting side of it, too. We actually have a Wix site of our own at New Rockstars. If you go to newrockstarsfan.com, you'll
you'll find a poll where you can weigh in on what you want us to cover on this channel. We've had a great experience making this site. Uh, we came in with something specific. They had no trouble getting it done, and we've had no troubles with it since. Get started on your own website today for free at wix.com slash rockstars and apply code rockstars at checkout to get 10% when upgrading to premium. He's yeah, got sparkles deal. in his eyes on the logo. It's wow. like he's just seen a rock star. It's like there's stars in their eyes. Speaking of that, we got a final trailer for Dark Phoenix this week that gave us some more context about this space mission. That was the segue and showed a bit more of Jean Grey's evil side. But the marketing for this movie has some people confused about how and when Jean Grey developed her intense powers. We saw a glimpse of them in X-Men Apocalypse, mm. And, mm. but the trailer of Dark Phoenix seems to suggest that she gets them from a solar flare mm. while trying to save some astronauts. Hmm. So we're going to try to explain all of this to you very neatly, very concise. Yes. So uh, we'll usually in the comics, this is the way we've seen it in this trailer is how it goes in the comics. Uh, of course, things get retconned, things get added to the past, da da da. Mm -hmm. But uh, usually we see Jean Grey and the X-Men go out into space. They get hit. She gets hit with the Phoenix Force that's coming towards Earth and affecting some astronauts. Oh. And uh-oh, she turns into the Phoenix Force. There's a lot more comic book gobbledygook in between, but let's go ahead and condense that right on down. Why we see the Phoenix before that? Well, you what has been explained in comics is that she has been marked as a powerful mutant pretty early on in her Why life. Is she level five? Now level five? Mm -hmm. That's pretty five. dang high. Yeah. Omega level. Omega level mutants. Mm -hmm. Mega level. Omega yes. level. Those are the highest. That's yeah. the highest you can graduate sorry, to. It's really only like her Omega? And omega. omega. Uh, that's not. Because I don't think Charles Xavier o. is Omega, but Legion omega. is an Omega level, yes. I think. Yes. Uh, yeah. uh, I am Iceman is an Omega level mutant as well. Find the little T's. Yeah. Iceman? Yeah, he Please. could freeze the. He could stop time if he wanted to, because freeze. Anyways, that's comic gobbledygook. But so far in <laughs> in this, because <laughs> freeze, because freeze. It is true though. It's it is true. Freeze. But no, condensing this down so far, I think what we're seeing is her coming into her own with these powers and having to <clears throat> deal with the ramifications of her one being a, a kid. Two, possibly having her powers dampened by Charles Xavier, which seems to be teased that he did mm. something nefarious, which oh. is what happened in the comics. Um, mm. And uh, her maybe not being able to deal with regular people problems anymore because she now has the power that sometimes in the comics is described as the power of all life. Full stop. Oh, like so, a full life force throughout the yes. universe. <laughs> it's chaotic and it's uh, and it's unpredictable and it is, can be used for good, but usually it makes people go a wee mm. bit crazy. Also, she's dealing with puberty. Ain't like, that the worst? How old is Jean Grey in this? Yeah. <laughs> She's definitely older than fourteen. I think. I mean, it has been season ten one. Years. Sansa Stark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Times irrelevant. Late bloomer. <laughs> the uh, it seems like. I don't, correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't didn't she have a terminally ill friend when she was like a teenager, and she tried to prevent that death from happening, and through her telepathy powers, ended up like. Uh, being a blip on the Phoenix Force's radar and like, oh, there's an Omega level mutant on Earth. I'll put my uh, stamp on her and we'll come back later. Mark her and come back. Yeah. It's interesting. This trailer doesn't make it look like there's like, they aren't anywhere near the sun. I know in the comics there was like a solar flare and that's how it looks like that's there's the a stranded uh, NASA space shuttle with some kind of weird crap floating around it and then they go rescue it and when Jean Grey's in there trying to help Nightcrawler, that's when this nebulous thing attaches to her. Mm -hmm. So and it me, looks yeah. like a solar flare. So you get like people does, would think yeah. that, and it, yeah. it, but no, uh, it's actually a thing. It seems like it could be a trap too. Like the Phoenix Force is trying to lure her back out there to be like, <laughs> now I'm ready to get you, get off yeah. Earth, get out of there. Gotta yeah. go, meet me on my turf. 
you know. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, and I'm curious. <laughs> we we talked about the trailer before. Like Jessica Chastain's character is still unknown. There's some theories that she could be playing like uh, another uh, she are alien like queen character. and stuff. Yeah, who's queen. a big? Who's like Charles Xavier's? Wife, girlfriend, sometimes it's, whatever yeah, you it, want it, it gets to confused. be. Yeah. I think maybe she could be herself, uh, incarnation of the Phoenix Force that only Jean Grey sees, mm-hmm. and maybe that's yeah. All right, let us know what you thought about this trailer in the comments below. What you're most looking forward to about Dark Phoenix? Yes, the movie is still happening, but uh, Maude, you were talking about some news from the Star Wars Yay, world. Dun, 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 dun. So I love Star Wars, and this is my area of expertise. Sorry, Sansa. Uh, Phoenix. So, now, in an interview at Star Wars Celebration, Kathleen Kennedy dropped an exciting nugget while talking to Josh Horowitz from MTV News. She said, you know that we talk about Knights of the Old Republic all the time. Yes, we are developing something to look at. Vague, but still a glory nugget of hope. Um, It does sound like this project's in very early stages. It, It still seemed like a good time to get into who slash what the Knights of the Old Republic are. Right, so this yeah. is a very good video game that I have told you guys to play numerous times, mm-hmm. and I've said that it's not only on uh, Mac, but PC, it but is. tablets. You can play yeah, it on iPad. Yeah. You have no excuses, everyone. So what's exciting about this one? Uh, it was released on Xbox in 2003 originally, hence yes. the potato graphics. It was a huge hit. It's uh, the Old Republic is set 4,000 years before the Skywalker saga wow. that we have. So this is like a long, long time ago in the same galaxy, but it is a long, long time ago here. Uh, so before the Galactic Empire and all that stuff. The Star Wars movies have not actually explored this time era yet. But mm-hmm. what's so cool about this 4,000 years ago is that the Jedi versus Sith is very, very different. So mm-hmm. in the movies, a majority of the time there are no Jedi. There's only sort of like the one or just the Skywalkers. And with Sith, there's only ever been like the rule of two that we've seen in the films. Mm-hmm. 4,000 years ago, there were Jedi Academy. There was Sith school. <laughs> yeah. You basically get taught how to become a Jedi or a Sith. Mm. Um, and they have armies of them on both sides so these guys rule the galaxy it's awesome do you go to like a hogwarts to learn to be good or bad Uh, yeah i think it's like yeah if you're a decent person you kind of follow like the path of light but if you have the dark side in you yeah i've actually explored that a lot i would love to read a young adult novel which is all about someone who got sent to sith school and they realized that they weren't actually that bad (laughs) oh anyway Mm. um this is why this is my my area of expertise uh what are you guys though thinking about the old republic um we haven't actually heard if there's going to be a video game or if we're going to see a movie version of this or a television series how do you think this narrative version is going to come across do you think it could be a choose your own adventure like we had with netflix's bandersnatch oh yeah is disney plus going to get their grubby hands on this one too yeah grubby grubby hands get yeah. them, get them, get, grab them because mandalorian looks as far as everyone oh, said so far casting. it looks amazing beautiful casting yeah. yeah beautiful people honestly this sounds like the perfect like recipe for like a magician style uh like episodic series i would like to yeah, see like what like explore every every nook and cranny of what the force can do and all the drama that comes along with it uh-oh now bear with me because i get to talk about this i want to kind of go over these main characters here and then also see who i who i think they're going to be so you've got hk47 here the droid on the left who is a an assassin droid Ooh. who basically is programmed to kill and he calls humans meat bags. And so you've got this, uh-huh. like we saw in Solo, this beautiful um, relationship between droids and humans mm-hmm. and droids hating humans. So fun. Right there, you've got Darth Malak, who's like obviously the antagonist. He's like the big bad guy. Uh, he's scary. And then I think you've he's got, misunderstood. Then you've got Bastila right here. Um, she needs to be played by Kate Beckinsale tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because she's actually British in it too. based on Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, it's <laughs> so yeah. good. And yeah. uh, it's... 
I won't spoil it, but there's an amazing twist in it. So I would love to see this either brought to life on the big screen or we get another video game, even though KOTOR 2 wasn't as good as the first one. Yeah, I hope something, some adaptation that preserves the idea of choice in it. Like you mentioned the Bandersnatch thing. I, Bandersnatch was a cool step forward in a new type of storytelling that I hadn't seen on streaming services before. I'd love to see that explored even more in the world of Star Wars. Could be a fun thing since the, the morality uh, part of the Well, you're on the good Kotor side or the, the light or the dark thing. side. Right, so in order to, it'd be great to see some kind of narrative version of that where you can have different choices of like what you say to them, how you respond to people. That's the video game, you know that, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. So like see if they're gonna do something like that, if they don't want to do another video game. Yeah. See, a narrative version that preserves those elements. You need cool. to play that game. Yeah. I want, um, I would like a full series and I want it to be YA like Maude had suggested earlier and uh, I want all the drama. You can have a little bit of Star Wars in there but I mainly want teen like drama. Riverdale. Uh, uh, all the dance is coming up and this guy asked out two girls at the same time. So flip it on sick. its head. This girl asked out two guys at the same time. Flip it on its head one more time. This girl asked out two droids and one of them looks like Jar Jar. Whoa, I'm already signed up. Let me watch it now. That's a pilot episode. There I feel we go. the disrespect. Well, let us know what version of this uh, Nice of the Old Republic idea, development idea that you want to see, whether it's a movie or a series, whatever it is. But Sam, what has happened in other Ooh, news? Here's a quickie news, gang. Buckle up. In other news, a Swamp Thing teaser dropped this week. I thought it was pretty cool. And, uh, What's the scandal? Uh, well, they suddenly shut down production, or the rumors are that they suddenly shut down production before they were finished shooting the show. Oh. But hey, those are unconfirmed, but a lot of people reported on it, so we'll figure out how uh, that I have inside scoop. The there teaser looked cool. My friend's in it. Yeah, there you go. Uh, cool. We'll find out more later. Not you. Yes. Um, but also, there's the plagiarism claim against the Duffer brothers regarding Stranger Things is heading to court next Ooh. month. Yeah. Oh so what was that? There was like a short film called Montauk that early versions of uh, Stranger Things that they pitched they were calling it the Montauk Project, and it's based off of the, the short film. It looked like that. Kind of had a lot of the same stuff that Stranger Things did in the pilot. But I don't know. It, you can't always say just because things are similar that they're the same. But we don't really know all the full details. Ooh, and the judge I is like, "This is going don't. all the way to the, to uh, court." So we'll see. I hope everything turns out okay. But also, rumors are that John Cena will most likely play the role of Peacemaker in James Gunn's Suicide Squad reboot. The role was originally intended for Dave Bautista, because of course. Oh. Uh, but yeah. he has some scheduling conflicts. Really quick, Peacemaker. Uh, is based on as a Charleston comic character who was bought by DC or acquired by them in the 80s and he was supposed to be in Watchmen when they was, were based on the Charlton characters mm. but uh, basically he's comedian he's the comedian oh, of okay. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah except for it's uh, John Cena so you can't piece me <laughs> There you go. Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and you should gift that. Also, Shazam comes out on DVD. Get your DVD players ready, kids, on July 2nd. That's so And soon. it will reportedly have a lot of extra footage, which oh, is wow. exciting. Yeah. And, uh, of course, Tessa Thompson, fan favorite, says she's heard a Thor 4 movie has been pitched with Taika Waititi back wow. as director. Try to say that quickly. Thor yeah. 4, Thor, Thor 4, 4, Thor 4. Yeah. Thor 4, Thor 4. Thor 4. Yeah. Oh, you can write it with a fourth, like with a four in the title, like fan Fourth. Well, I guess Thor's Thor. okay then. There you go. Hope, <laughs> hey, who knows though? Maybe it's just Tessa Thompson. But finally, we have sure. a poster for Godzilla King of Monsters, which was at least, uh, or it's coming out very soon. And uh, for audio listeners, quick description, it's a picture of Godzilla, you know, big lizard, surrounded by helicopters, those little machines, and these breathing blue flames into the sky. Uh, it's usually a nuclear That's breath. That's how I wake up every morning. Mm -hmm. Atomic breath. <laughs> Atomic breath. Thank uh, you. Blasting the crap out of Sally Hawkins' name up at the top of the poster. Ooh, is what that? What did Sally do? Should we read into that mm -hmm. more? 
Interesting. Guess we'll have to wait and find out. But gang, it's time for another favorite segment of the pew, show. Pew, 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 pew. Lightning round. Yes. Whoa. Whoa. You guys know about our lightning round. You tweet us questions that we, you know, put the word out on Twitter for. And we're going to pop some up on the screen. I'm going to fire them at my hosts. Whoever has to answer them has to do it. Pretty quickly, no hesitation. Are you guys ready? First yes. one's yes, for me. Ready. Yes. Hi, Marco. Ask for seconds. How are you, buddy? Uh, for the rumored Kotor spinoff, what actors would you want to see play some of the lead roles? Oh, I'm so glad we did. Yeah, that. yeah. You, yeah. You already got uh, one. Bastila, uh, Kate Beckinsale for sure. Darth Revan, uh, Tom Tom Hardy. Oh yeah. I don't know, Ooh, just see a good pick. Thing yeah. Going and then we just I'm just going from what I see on the screen. Uh, HK47. I would. It's got a good voice. Brendan Fraser. Sure. Sure. There you go. Tam, you're up next. Yes. At Obi-Wan Bologna. <laughs> Says, does Yoda wear boxes briefs or does he go commando? He doesn't need to somewhere. I was going to say it in backwards, but but I said it front ways first. Anyways, nah, he's, this dude is all natural. Why do you need any undies when you're in the swamp? Oh, yeah. yeah. I think actually if you wear undies, it creates a swamp. Actually, when he does all those <laughs> flipping stuff, he's going to need to wear something. So I'm going to go with briefs. Okay. Don't Eric, get you're up. Slips. This one's at, uh, from at Grape Fanta for the win. You guessing there's a chance that Ray is going to be related to Palpatine? Mm. A chance, but I'm I'm guessing probably not. Not all the characters have to be related. I think the the reveal, as much of a downer as it was in the Last Jedi, that Ray's parents were nobody's junk traders who just abandoned her. I'm more interested in that version of the character who is truly not connected through any bloodline. We already have one Aegon Targaryen reveal oh, bloodline. Real in, quick, in real quick, right if, now. if Palpatine is a Skywalker and then Rey's a Skywalker, does that mean while Vader's like, well, Anakin's turning into Vader and while oh, yeah. Padme's there, he just did the sneaky? Uh, hey, I don't, anyway. Not everyone needs to be Skywalkers. At Yaniel Rivera, for me, says, this is not quick, says, do you think that Palpatine will return as a ghost or his essence is still around the Death Star? We do know that in canon, Sith can put their minds and mentality in old relics in canon and uh, that would be a, a safe idea don't you agree no i think it's darth plagueis i think that the sith have uh, figured out the ability to never die okay. interesting or vision's body's not being used right now maybe he's in possessed of vision you're welcome uh -huh. yep. eric i've got one from at was hp you ready yeah please explain please explain star wars to me in 15 seconds Okay, um, uh, Arthurian legend, but set in space a long time ago where a son realizes that his dad is actually his greatest villain, convinces his dad to uh, come back to the light, and we learn the dad's backstory, and we learn about uh, his uh, nephew and how he does the same thing. Whoa. I didn't hear a word you said because nope. I was so I I thrilled it. with my yeah. counting on my fingers, but yes! Laser swords. And on three, we need to answer from at a pistol Pete underscore 21. Who's the better Jedi, Yoda, Obi-Wan, or Luke? One, two, three. Yoda. What? You think of what the Jedi are. Luke, Luke does. He abandons the Jedi Order. So and, did Yoda. And Obi Wan That's just true. gets a tan in the desert for oh. thirty years. Hello there. Hello there. <laughs> <laughs> and Yoda does way more flips. Yeah. Well, let us know who you think the greatest Jedi is. And thank you all for asking these questions to us. We appreciate it. But now comes the time for a 15-second shout-out, where each of us has 15 seconds to shout-out, plug, ramble about anything they want. 
Zam. Ooh, well, leading up to Infinity Wars ending and Endgame start. I said that wrong. Anyways, Endgame's coming out. Yeah, yes. And if you want to get a quick uh, summary, you can go to youtube.com slash might be awesome. I did a deep dive animated explainer. Ooh, cartoons of what happened to Earth after uh, everything died. And guess what, gang? Bad news bears. If you were driving a car, you're probably dead. <laughs> so um, if you want to learn more, go check that out. And please, because it's a new project and they're very val they're very fragile in the beginning. So there you go. Yes. All right, well, you're going to count me because I'm going to get through as much as I can in this time. And uh, thanks to Disney Australia for getting me premiere tickets to Endgame. What's up? Thank you so much for Black Milk for decking me out in some really cool stuff, especially this dress. You can check it out at blackmilkclothing.com. I also have a clothing line, uh, shopwhat.com. Uh, that's my little baby, so make sure that that happens good. I'm about to hit 100,000 subscribers on Geek Bomb. Is that my time? Are you kidding me? Please join my Patreon. All right. I may have uh, counted quick. Sorry. I was just counting one, two, three, four. Yeah, it was an accurate second. Uh, for me, uh, May 3rd, the week after Time's Endgame, bit. will be my next uh, Darkest Timeline comedy at the Acme Theater in North Hollywood. Look out on my social media for, for all the details the on that. Last one sold out. Last one sold out. I this is so exciting. So hopefully everyone will. So if you missed it, here's your chance. If you're ever visiting in town, try to make it on the first Friday of the month so you can come hang out with us. Yay. Yay. Uh, well, now we return to our trivia question <laughs> that we asked earlier. Uh, we have our punishment uh, box set up here and uh, the questions are all in here yeah has the answer oh, and we'll reveal too much and then go ahead and that. spread those that will go over i'll read the question one more time because mm. we definitely had to read it a couple times because i've already forgot what it was charles dickens I believe yes of course here it goes okay best answer mod we'll start with your answer uh complete this line of the poem towards the night before christmas a bundle of toys he had flung on his back and he looked like a blank mm. just opening his pack. So yeah. here, I'm going to read it again, and yeah. then you enter yeah. the answer. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a... Sam says rat. Just opening his pack. There okay. you go. It looks like and a then, rat, he you said. You set it up again? Yes, yes, yes. A bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a... Snack. Just opening his back. That's pretty good. Get some internal rhymes. We got Daddy going here. vibes. <laughs> and finally, Eric wrote, a bundle of toys he had flung on his back, and he looked like a... The screaming hoarder on the corner of Lancashire and Moore Park just opening his pack. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's it. It's pretty close. Pretty close. <laughs> He's got a big pack. All right, judges. Uh, it's got a lot up. of things in it. It's like you want to lose. <laughs> <laughs> I don't that's know what you're talking about. That was the best answer I, I could think of. I mean, you I've never might, seen the screaming hoarder. I have not you either, only, but he might first. not oh, be. He might not be far off because our answer is a bundle Snack. of toys he had flung on his back. And he looked like a peddler just opening oh, his okay. pack. Maybe the guy I'm in the corner. Sure That's pretty good. <laughs> what do peddlers have usually? Snacks. <laughs> mm. No, he looked like a snack. He looks delicious. That's what I'm trying to say. He looks like a. I mean, mm -hmm. one's very. Which one's the most wrong? All right, so the judges have voted. Buckle up, kids, because it's a shocker. No, it's not. D Eric lost. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Derek lost. Derek lost. And I am Derek lost. One. That's so, because everyone knows that Santa is sassy if you put your mind to it. I mean, <laughs> he's got right. lots so of I'm going to read our goodbyes with the thing. Yeah. Uh, and Maude, you uh. get to humiliate him. Yes. There you just, go. You have a very little mouth. Tiny, tiny mouth. Punching on that. Thank you for watching. Listening to this week's episode of Nexonine. Okay, quick time out. I hate it, huh? <laughs> but continue. But I hate it because it looks like someone behind you is saying your words for you. <laughs> How dare you, Charles? It's kind of a mishmash and no one else has. Do not go in there. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> 
Okay. I'm gonna thank our host. This is Hank. Who's Hank? Sam Fisher. Sam. You have the worst last name for this game. It's so hard. And not Odd Garrett. Odd Garrett. And, uh, you said that so clearly. Hi, <laughs> I'm Eric Ross. <laughs> Wait, say it quietly. Hi, I'm Eric Ross. <laughs> There's so much gum. There's so much gum. All gum, baby. All day, all night. But reminder that this is episode in audio and video horror. Our video horror is at youtube.com slash new rockstars. And you can get the audio anywhere you get your podcast. So as long as you use the Himalaya app, you can actually leave comments on the podcast. Yeah, it supports the show directly. Uh, comment and tweet at us at new rockstars. Like this video or podcast if you're listening. Podcast. Share it around. Subscribe to New Rockstars Deep Dive and all the stuff you like. See you next week. Say podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Say your last name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>